Outlier Gentleman says it's right, rise up. Oh, the Outlier Gentleman. Oh, yes, hello. Hey, Eric. That, hey, Tim. What's going on? How you doing, man? I'm fucking great. How you doing? I'm here. You I'm know here. what? That shit was really nasty, but I needed to be like super loud for like two seconds. <laughs> Just for the audience. For the podcast audience. Let's go. Gonna try not to get yelled at by my wife. This is a great intro. Michelangelo video. Ingwe Malmsteen. <laughs> Is that how you say his name? Ingwe. <laughs> Is it Ingwe? <laughs> anyway, Eric. Hello. Hello. You're a very attractive man. You you are with a guitar in your hand. You're <laughs> incredibly attractive. So it's been it's been a second, Eric. I know. You have some stuff that you want to unload on my face. This is true. Um, Sexually and... <laughs> and then we'll, then we'll talk about the podcast. Yeah. Um, and then I have some weeb stuff that I was going to go over with you. Oh, Wee- yeah. Weeaboo. Weeaboo. So. A few things. Um, Summer of Dung is over. Fucking incredible. We're at 12,000 plus... Views on the Gadung files. I don't even understand. Like, I, I I've said it previously. Like, I thought for sure it was going to get to a point where we were going to put stuff out there, and like YouTube and Spotify were going to be like, you know, this has been up for a while, and you guys have like no listens. Um, this is actually creating really bad publicity for us. So if you could just pay us. You owe us money. You owe us money now? For putting your bullshit in the internet? <laughs> but, no, I, I, uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate the people that listen to Eric and I being dumb together and just kind of talking shit, um, about these musicians and, uh, well, some of them we can call musicians. Some of them just fuck around and just... They play the part of a musician. Um, yeah, you're not in the fuzz pedal like Tim with the fucking guitar. You hear this shit? <laughs> Whoa, Vicky. 
Fucking Junior Spread. Junior Spread. Surprise. <laughs> you supposed to do So, Eric, I know this has been... This has been something that has, like, been... You, you know, you have listened to the Audible on... Um, you and my wife were fanboying over the shit at my kitchen table this evening. All night. Um, so why don't you tell our lovely audience about the Sandman, or as I kept saying today, because the D looked like an O to me, so I kept calling it the Sano-Man. Sano-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, small backstory. Similar to Cowboy Bebop, I was intrigued excited, terrified about a Netflix Sandman show. Um, when I was a young man reading comic books... When I was a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was always like... I read the Sandman in like fragments. A lot of the Sandman I read in bookstores. Like I'd go to Virgin Megastore and read like a bunch of books. Mm. Or read like a trade paperback of Sandman. But shit was, like, fragmented. But, like, when I first saw Sandman, it was, like, in adverts, like, on other comics. And I was like, man, I only have money for, like, one comic. Do I get Sandman or do I get, like, Spawn? Me being a little kid, I'd pick Spawn because he looked cool right, as shit. Right. But I was always, like, even as a little kid, fascinated with Sandman. Like, the idea, like, really spoke to me. And then... When you read it in fragments like that, as you get older, that particular comic book is like, or a graphic novel, I should say, because there is like, there's a really big distinction, I think, with Sandman. People, I think, who are like scholars of it and like they appreciate it would agree that like you treat Sandman a little bit different because it's more, it's not really a comic book necessarily. It's more like, to me also, you treat it like theater. Well, and you also don't want to, like, be put through a table by anybody that listens and they're like, comic book, and they're like, graphic novel, fucker, bruh. There's a distinction, and, like, Sandman is treated, and it, it, it kind of commands respect in its own way when you read it. Like, it doesn't act like a comic book. It acts like theater. To mm-hmm. me, it always acted like a stage play. It felt like Shakespeare, which is weird because when I got older and got chances to read it later on, Neil Gaiman actually put Shakespeare in the fucking storyline, which is crazy to me to this day. So I think for me, Sandman is not like my favorite comic book, but it's one of the ones that was inspiring to me, not in terms of like storyline, but in terms of like craft. And in terms of like, if you really want to shake people up, if you really want to tell a good, like a good story, Everybody sit the fuck down and shut up and listen. Sandman was one of the ones that I feel was instrumental big time. See, my big problem was, is you and I had talked about this, and, like, Kate was trying to get me into it. My big problem is, I kept telling her, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to miss something. Because, you know, I am freaking nuts with that. Like, I... You're detail-oriented. Yeah, I am... Excuse me. I am big time into lore. Like, I like all the backstory, all that stuff. Um, 
that's why I'm obsessed with visual novels because it's very detail oriented and very, it's all about the story. And I was telling Kate, I'm like, I know there's a comic series and there was the Audible book series on it. And I'm like, I just don't want to jump into a Netflix show. And people are like, yeah, that's X, X character. And I have no idea who they are. I think the Netflix show does a good job of bringing in the uninitiated, <laughs> as Bane would say. The uninitiated into... We are the uninitiated. Yes. That was my one of my biggest worries because the way that Neil wrote The Sandman, he integrated a lot of DC lore. Mm. Like Justice League is mentioned, Batman is there... Superman is there. Martian Manhunter is just fucking there talking. Constantine is like, issue three. Hey, what's up? I'm Constantine. Remember me? <laughs> Even reading Hellblazer? I'm just here now. Like that's just, <laughs> I'm just dude. That's just I'm how up. that shit works. But that's always how Neil like does things. And I feel like it's interesting that, you know, when I talked about back when I had money to either get Sandman or Spawn, <laughs> I was more interested in Spawn. It's funny because Neil... Took over Spawn mm-hmm. for a couple of issues and created a bunch of characters and ended up suing like Todd McFarlane for the rights of those characters. Really? Including Angela and Medieval Spawn. Did you ever know that? Uh-uh. Not at all, actually. So that's how I found out who Neil Gaiman was, was through Spawn. Because mm-hmm. he took over for a couple of issues and like just introduced a shit ton of lore and Todd was like, uh, okay, thanks, guy. And then Neil was like, hey, you're going to pay me for that shit, right? And then, like, they had, like, a fucking, like, dispute about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so when I found out about that, even as a kid, I'm like, okay, this Neil dude's a bad motherfucker because he just walked in and, like, just started making shit up. I like this dude. <laughs> See, and for me, like, I was trying to... I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence on whether or not I want to do it because it is a DC property. And you and I both know the track record for DC as of late. Spotty, at best. In my opinion. Not not good. Spotty. Not not good. Their Their TV shows are more successful than the movies, obviously. Yeah, unless, you know, now, now lately you have people like Ezra Miller, who's a fucking complete psychopath. Anyway, I don't give a shit. Shots. That dude's a fucking creep. Bang, bang. Um, Cactus Jack. But DC's universe, and like Marvel's is is okay. And we can uh, we can go into that in a little bit, but... Yeah. Um, DC's is, is okay. But like... I was catching, like, bits and pieces of it while Kate was watching it. And, like, there were parts that, like, in- intrigued me. Of Sandman? Yeah. Which parts? Um, mainly the parts with the collectors. The collectors were interesting. I mean, I get there were serial killers, but... It's all, nomen- it's all like, just, like... Yeah, that's the nomenclature. Yeah, yeah. Um... But the Corinthian was an interesting antagonist. And they picked a great actor to play that because Boyd Holbrook is a good 
He's really good at just being like sort of like kind of a nameless, faceless dude that can kind of fill any role. Because he was the villain in fucking Logan. And he played this shit with the Corinthian fucking just the same. The Corinthian was just sinister. Yeah. Just real sinister. And like there were other elements like that were fucking with Morpheus throughout the entire show. But like the Corinthian was always the dude that was like in the background going... Just kind of working his inner, working his machinations, and he stood out to you. Oh yeah, and like that's the best part. The weird because... shit with like the fucking eye sockets having fucking mouths. I thought it was just like, I thought it was like initially like Minority Report, where the dude like in the world of the blind, the one-eyed man is king, and it's like his freaking eyes are voided out. Right, right. I didn't realize there were fucking mouths in his fucking eye sockets. Yeah, dude. And I was reading about it, and they're like the Corinthians. Eyes, like the mouths in his eyes can eat, they can speak, they can even breathe. Yeah. So if somebody like holds his mouth shut, these motherfuckers can still do everything this mouth can do. Which they didn't do in the show, but that's fucking Which nice. would have been badass. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but the, the one full episode I've seen with, with Kate was when they had the serial convention at the hotel... That was the first full episode you watched? C-E-R-E-A-L convention, yeah. So you started it at the end. You start, yeah. You watched the full episode at the end. See, like, the first two episodes are fucking excellent. I would say that the first two episodes are fucking near perfect because they set you up. Even if you're uninitiated. <laughs> they set you up for the setting, the protagonist, but he's not really a protagonist. He's more like a host. Dream... The Sandman is not really, like, a hero. He is a host for the stories that you're going to listen to and you're going to watch. He's there not really to, like, interfere too much. He's, like, the main character, but, like, he's more, like, just the introductory person to, like, other people's stories. So you came into watching it when he becomes more of a curator or a host in anything. If you watch from the beginning, you see how he came to Earth, and then how he basically gets free from his imprisonment, and then how he gets back to power. And you see him sort of transform from being sort of this otherworldly, ethereal fucking being into more of a, not necessarily human, but more understanding and more empathy. And I think that is like really the key to like that first arc of comic books, graphic novels back in the day. And they did a really good fucking job of sort of painting that art for him. Because there's so many characters and so many stories that they have to kind of weave weave together. And they they fucking did that shit really well, I think, with like a fucking needle and thread, dude. They fucking kind of bring you along on a ride where you don't get too distracted. You're like, well, what happened to fucking blah? Oh, he's right there. Well, what happened to fucking this? Boom, right there. Like, you never feel lost. If you start from the beginning, I promise you'll not feel lost. But there's a lot of fucking characters. A couple things, a couple things that I didn't like or that annoyed me about that show, though. The thing with Gregory, I know you say it was necessary for it to happen and they bring him back, but it was sad. Um, you have, you feel the same way about John Wick. You're missing out on a lot of good. Action. They killed the puppy. John Wick is good because there's action, there's retribution, there's motivation, and, like, the little puppy, like, yes, it's heartbreaking, but they get, 
paid back ten, allow, tenfold. Allow me to retort. Puppy. Anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> episode, episode 92. Puppy. <laughs>